0: Good day Fitzroy. Apologies about the growth. Makeup department had a bit of a crisis over the shaving cream amounts. Couldn't get it done. We'll see how many weeks it takes them to sort it out. But uh, you're very welcome to Fitzroy wherever you are in the world. Um, if you've met this morning in Fitzroy, as some have, you're very welcome. If you've raced back at 11 o'clock or more likely are watching it later in the day or later in the week. Just a few announcements. First of all, the gatherings. We are gathering in Fitzroy, 10 o'clock every Sunday for the next few weeks before we relook at the timing, etc, uh, etc. Et so if you want to be part of that, you need to register with Roberta. And I'm hoping I reminded Peter to put the email address up around now. And if at 12 o'clock on... From today, you send Roberta a message. You need to tell her who you are and how many are in your bubble so that we can work out how to fit people into the pew allocation that we have with the restrictions that are ongoing. It would be good to see you next Sunday, but most of us will still be online here at 11, but a gathering is happening at 10. If you want to give to Fitzroy, because we have been out of the church for 13 months. If you give on the plate, then there are ways to give or set up a direct debit. And if you're not particularly wanting to give to the congregation, though we encourage you to do that because this all costs, then you can give to our neighbourhood outreach. Maybe you want to give to Safara. Maybe you want to give to Fields of Life on the website. Ways to give to the things that Fitzroy are involved in. And then tonight we have restarted. Um, The continuation of the series that Gary Burnett did last uh, April and May. It was called Paul and 10. It's around 10 minutes in some aspects of the Apostle Paul's theology. And it became a book Paul distilled over the course of the last year. So there are new episodes of that that are going live at 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. Don't forget about tonight. The title of which is Jesus the World's True Lord, which suggests to me some challenges with Caesar, Empire and who really is the kingdom ruler of our world. Going live at seven tonight with Gary Burnett. Please use that resource while you can. Thank you very much. Let us be quiet as we come to worship. Lord, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is with all of us wherever we are uniting us in homes all over Belfast and Northern Ireland and beyond to the wider world may your spirit make us feel that we're one together and may your spirit speak to us as we listen may your spirit listen as we pray and may you be delighted in the worship we give, albeit not as communal as we would like. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Father, when we contemplate your creation from the vastness of the universe to the microscopic marvel of a single cell, from the power and majesty of the oceans to the delicate beauty of a garden bird, it follows that we should be hesitant and daring to approach you at all. However, you have told us to come to you and that you love us enough to listen to our troubles, our worries and our joys. You've promised to welcome our prayers. We thank you for quickly answered prayers. Forgive us when we don't take the time to reflect on the miracle of prayer or even pause to acknowledge and give thanks for answered prayers. We ask that you give us patience to persevere in bringing to you those requests and concerns we have which as yet seem unanswered and which continue to trouble us. Forgive us when we spend too little time waiting for you to comfort us or to challenge us. Help us to listen so that we can know the blessing of your love and peace or to understand how to act on any uneasiness you might have planted in our hearts. Please highlight areas of our lives that are unworthy so that we do not persist in building barriers separating us from your love and will for our lives. Forgive us when our decisions are less focused on you and more based on our own desires. We think of any prejudices, grudges or hurts we bear. We often spend too much time reliving past offences when we could unburden ourselves by asking you to increase our forgiveness and compassion for those people who have caused us pain. We thank you for prayerful people amongst our families, friends, Fitzroy and our society. People whose prayers have blessed and inspired us. May we in turn seek to pray for the needs of others. Thank you for the privilege of being able to communicate with you about anything we are feeling or experiencing. And may we remember that nothing we bring to you is too great for your power and nothing is too small for your love. Amen.
2: Send out.
3: Luke chapter 24, verses 36 to 48. Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet, it is I myself.
0: Janice and I love our TV, preferably box set detectives. We have thoroughly enjoyed Luther, Unforgotten, ooh, no spoilers. We have enjoyed Michelle. We have enjoyed Bloodlines. We have, uh, were gripped for again tonight uh, for Line of Duty. There are so many good detectives out there whether it's CSI or even Blood Brothers or... Anyway, you have your favourite. And I'm always taken by the little bit of tape that they bring across that stops the general public for going into the crime scene. And I'm always talking about passages of Scripture as how we walk into, not crime scenes, but biblical scenes... Um, scenes that we need to eke out and to uh, get the fingerprints of and to get the photographs of and to get the setting of how God worked and how Jesus lived and how those others across the biblical narrative connected with life and faith and the lessons that we need to learn. And so We've been doing that over the resurrection weeks, and um, this week we come to Luke. And Luke does it differently than John. Um, Mary doesn't seem to meet Jesus in the garden, but is told by angels. The disciples, maybe because she's a woman, are a little bit unsure about that witness. Peter, we're told, goes and is confused by the body missing. And then Jesus meets with Cleopas and his friend. Who are they? Who was his friend? On the road to a mess. And, and look, that's almost the, um, the Mary moment. That's almost the, the, the epiphany moment in Cleopas' house when Jesus breaks the bread and they suddenly realise who has been with them. And then we come, uh, to that reading that Diane read this morning. And we find eventually Jesus coming into the midst of the disciples. With exactly what he did In our investigations of the scenes in John. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. And that's necessary. Because as we've said over these last few weeks. For the disciples to live through this. Must have been just a confusing trauma of. Are we seeing ghosts? Are we being haunted by ghosts? What is the truth? It must have been an incredibly difficult time and Jesus comes to bring some peace and calm to their souls. But remembering last week's sermon that that peace that he came to bring is so much more than just a peace of mind over these resurrection sightings or experiences. So that's where we've been. And I'll be really honest with you. This has been a difficult sermon week. It was so difficult that last night, and if you're following this obviously online, Friday night at 12 o'clock, 12 hours before I am now speaking to the screen, I scrapped the sermon that I had. And I started again. And I have slept. So this has been a difficult, tricky one. But I'm hoping that we might find behind the CSI tape as we're watching Jesus' engagement with the disciples, particularly in these verses that Diana's read, we might learn something and it might propel us forward as we're beginning to come out of lockdown. So let's see what the lessons are first of all. There seems to be some clear lessons here. It seems to me that the resurrected Jesus for the disciples, and it'll be interesting what uh, Gary talks about tonight, Because this makes Jesus for sure the real Lord of the world. The resurrected Jesus final claim to Messiahship, to Redeemer, to Saviour is in this resurrection truth that the disciples are experiencing the whole way through Luke chapter 24 but particularly at this moment where he appears among them. Jesus is who he said he was. Now that takes us into the next truth. Jesus is who he says he is, who he says he was, and Jesus tells them that through the scriptural narrative. He did that, remember, just a few verses earlier, when he walked with Cleopas and his friend back to Emmaus. Jesus opens the scriptures. He talks to them about the scriptures. He talks to them about the salvation plan, history plan of God from Genesis right through to the moment they're living in, which becomes part of that salvation history. He explains to them, maybe through some of the things that they'd heard, maybe they'd been with Jesus and on the fringes of the disciples, that Jesus had been trying to teach from scriptures that haven't yet been written, but were reading today. Jesus shows them in the scriptures the relationship that he has with the written word that he is that word become flesh that he is the fulfillment of that word jesus is lord we find it in the scriptures and then we find this other dynamic that there's something about the disciples themselves that really is about to come into play. Now, what we have to see in our CSI scene at this point is not so much behind the CSI tape as in our research. As we look through the files, we find that these verses that Diane has read are actually the end of one part of the book that Luke has written and leads us into the start of book two. The Acts of the Apostles. this is the end of Luke, the Gospel and into Luke the Acts of the Church, and so we find that this is probably at the end of two parts of Harry Potter where we come to it and then the credits go up, and we want to know what happens next. Well, the fulfillment of Luke is that the disciples are told as they are in Matthew, as they are in John that they are going to be sent you're going to go and make disciples of all nations we find in Matthew we find in John that as the Father has sent me I am sending you and what we find here in Luke is that they have to wait and that the Holy Spirit is going to be breathed on them and then they're going to take this gospel of repentance and forgiveness of sins and salvation right across the world These disciples cowering in their fear and in their trauma, not sure what's going on around them, a little bit nervous, they are going to suddenly be propelled right out across the world. And of course that propelling out includes us all these centuries later. And so if I could take Sermon 2, because this bit's been written since midnight last night, And then I could go back a little bit to Sermon 1. Coming out of lockdown is an interesting time. We've had 13 months of another kind of life. We've had 13 months to lay the old normal down. It reminded me. And I haven't played golf. Golf used to be my thing. I was captain of the local club when I was in the junior team. Um, And I remember at times... Maybe while I was a student where I wouldn't have played for a few months. And I always thought, do you know what? You see when you come back after not having played for a few months, you forget how to hit it badly. That was always my theory. have to say a few holes in and I soon learned how to hit it badly again. But you had that idea that you've left it down. You haven't taken it up for a while. The old habits will be gone and you'll just start completely new. I've been thinking about that in the light of lockdown the old habits have been laid down. We haven't done some things in church for a long lengthy time. We haven't done things in our work for a long lengthy time. Is it possible that we could come out of this thinking very very intentionally of new habits as I've always called this the new different? Can we put a new impetus Into those habits and can we for the sake of this sermon and for our faith and particularly for those of us in the Fitzroy community can these be new habits of missional intention new impetus out into our neighborhood that we've been doing some amazing connecting with over lockdown whether that's with food bank or the homeless or uh, women's aid or down through into Mornington Uh, As we begin to wonder what we're going to do in Donegal Pass, can we form new habits of missional intention, new impetus? Can we do that over peace in our country? There's questions over... Clonard Fitzroy haven't met for a long time and there's different dynamics at Clonard now maybe more different dynamics at Clonard than there are in Fitzroy and is there something we could do in our historical peacemaking that could help in these days when we're worried again about violence on our streets could we be those with a new impetus and habit for sharing what the gospel means to us on a personal level Could we have new partnerships and a new sense of being involved with Safara in India, Fields of Life in Uganda, Tear Fund, Christian Aid, and all the other things that we support in Fitzroy? More prayerful for Carl, as she's now in Tar Hamlet, as well as the Isle of Dogs in London. Could we come out of lockdown? Could we see lockdown? Could we see, excuse me, could we see the, the chapter that we're in? In our news at the moment, where we're going to get a haircut, (laughs) you know how much I'm keen on that, where we're going to get to Ballycastle. We haven't been there for seven months, restrictions haven't allowed us, but from the 30th of April we're allowed to go to our holiday homes and we will be out of here for a week and we won't be thinking too much about you for a week. Apologies, but we need that week off. It's a bit of a coming out of something into a new book. Bit like coming out of Luke, bit like coming out of Jesus' life, Jesus' resurrection, the disciples waiting for what's next, and then he propels them into what's next. Could us coming out of lockdown be a new impetus? I talk about this a lot, how often we run on momentum. Church life, it runs on momentum. It's harder to start events than it is to close events. It's very difficult to stop traditions. It's um, very difficult to stop and to start again. We run on momentum, but sometimes the bike is going so slowly that we're making no impression. The bike of church mission, the bike of church life, the bike of church's meeting has been set aside for 14 months, 13, 14 months. So we have an opportunity to get back on to our missional intentions and have a new impetus As to what we do for God. Let me leave that with you. Let us ask ourselves. What is it that God might want us to do? What new habit of mission? What new impetus of mission? Individually. Fitzroy as a community. To our friends, our family. Those we work with to neighbourhood to peace across our city and our country and to those connections we have across the world the disciples are at the moment of the end of one thing their life with Jesus with them and there's a new impetus coming by the power of the Holy Spirit within them in the first chapters of the next book as we come out of lockdown Please, Lord, the lockdown book is about to finish. And a whole new book can start that is so much more powerful, so much more impactful than maybe the old normal ever was. Lord, show us the new different and help us to commit every day to being missional.
4: And freedom, I steadfast love my deep and the Savior, he will say, I lay
0: Thank you for watching Fitzroy online for another Sunday don't forget what we encourage we can't be out there even those of us who gathered this morning weren't able to go into the welcome area or share tea or coffee or fellowship so let's do that by sending a text by sending a message by making a phone call sure send a letter email whatever it is that can connect us with one another though we still are a little bit Apart, let's share the benediction over one another in some kind of a united manner. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all today and for evermore. Amen.